I told you, man, it's the white noise gods. But you, you, you managed to dial it back before, so I don't know. I was just noticing it. So um, I was thinking about this while I was having a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. What's that? And uh, I binge watch. I was bi- well, I'm currently binge watching the uh, Flash right now from uh, season three on Netflix. Oh yeah. Yeah, I wanted to share that with the audience in case anyone was a was a fan of the Flash because I was thinking about it, you know, because that's what I'm going to do after the show is over. I'm going to go. You know, watch a couple episodes before I crash. You know, I um, I'm a fan of uh, well, this this is the thing. I've seen the first season of Arrow. Okay, which is actually a pretty good season, a uh, pretty good uh, ep- uh, TV series. But yeah, yeah and I enjoyed it, and I do. I, I I it's been a while since I've been able to revisit the series. We have the series, uh, like we have the seasons waiting to go. We're going to watch them soon, sometime. And I know that the Flash. Uh, is basically it's not really a spin-off. They did a crossover. It's in the same universe as Arrow. It's the Arrowverse. Yes. Yeah. It uh it they do cross over from like episode here, episode there, but uh I remember going back whatever episode it was when I was talking about how Kevin Smith directed a couple episodes of The Flash and listening to various uh his various podcasts you know, he's talking about how he directed an episode of uh, Supergirl, which I've yet to see. Um, and, of course, he directed a couple episodes of The Flash. So I'm like, one night I'm like laying in bed and the way my bedroom is set up, it's like my, I, I told you, it's like my bedroom, my studio, my living room all in one. So the TV's not where the, the, the bed is. So I can't really watch TV from the bed. So I use my iPhone to watch Netflix when I'm laying down. So... I couldn't find anything to watch on Netflix like one night. And there's like a billion things on Netflix to watch. But I'm like, ah, what the fuck am I going to watch? Yeah. So I'm like, ah, you know what? I've, I've been listening to Kevin Smith talk up The Flash so much that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break down and watch it. And I'm glad I did because it's fucking phenomenal. Season three has been not a letdown. I, I, I heard a lot of people say they were disappointed in it, but I, I can't say that I'm disappointed. You know? Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. Um, Arrowverse was doing pretty well there, and uh, the DC animated, the DC um, cinematic universe, which um, has has recently been updated with a um, a new film. Are you there? I am here. Yes. Okay. Like the DC cinematic. Did you say talking up Green Arrow or the Flash? 
because I didn't hear that last part. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure what my point was. I'm. I'm. I'm I know that uh, I enjoy the. the I, know, I know that I enjoy Arrow, and I am interested in seeing the Flash because I understand it's a different version of Flash than is than is going to be in the uh, in the DC film universe. I don't know if it's called. The oh, DC. definitely. It definitely is uh, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I know that it's different. I'm not, you know, yeah, we both know that it's a different universe, basically. The, these, these. Uh, Which it doesn't make any sense to me, really. Well, you I know? don't know. It's a multiverse. There's a lot of different. There's, true. true <laughs> I mean, true. I know that they, you know, they reset the DC universe with the new 52, but not so much the ones, you know, the universe is on television, I guess. So, Growing up as a, as a child, obviously I loved the DC universe. I loved Batman, Superman, all that, uh, but more so Batman, as I, as I, as you know, um, never really gave the flash a chance until I watched, uh, the WB version of the flash. And I have, I'm, I'm totally in love now next, since I'm, you know, once I'm done with season three of the flash, I'm going to go straight to arrow and start watching that. I'm going to start binge watching the fuck out of it. Yeah. I'd like to, I'd like to rejoin the arrow verse at some point so I can get into the flash. You definitely gotta. You definitely gotta get into the Flash, dude, because the Flash is like fucking badass. Like, I, I love the special effects. I love the. I love the actors that they they have. I mean, it, it just it just fits well. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, and in fact, I, I never knew this, and I don't know why, but there was actually a '90s version of the of the Flash. Oh yeah, yeah. There was um uh, yeah a friend of mine um had seen that series and I think had it on DVD. Uh, I think it might actually. They have, have it at both. I think I'm gonna like break down and just buy it. I think so I can watch it. It might be it might be viewable on Amazon Prime right now. Nice. In fact, I was I was talking to my um, I was talking to my aunt Jesse about uh, this was earlier yesterday. I was talking to my aunt Jesse about uh, Netflix versus uh, Hulu. Uh huh. It sounds like Hulu's gonna be doing some like amazing things to where Netflix might have some competition. Netflix so you know, like you okay. pay like nine ninety nine for Netflix. Like each month you pay nine ninety nine, or twelve ninety nine, depending on how many screens. I think it goes by like how many screens you want to get. Like if you have like four screens or two screens, which means you can watch on multiple devices and such. Mm-hmm. The problem though with Netflix is you're watching the same thing unless you're watching like the TV series and you have like nine years to to try to binge watch. You're pretty much watching like the same thing. They don't really update their stuff too often. Where Hulu, you pay like thirty four dollars a month or something like that, and they're going to be doing some phenomenal things. So that that might be some really hardcore competition right there. In fact, I may have to I may have to check that out because once they do what you know my aunt told me they were be doing, there's no reason for cable anymore. Like you don't really need cable, you know. But if unless you have like the the, the three uh, the three in one deal, so. But then again, that really leads me back to that was like another discussion we had. If you know, if you if you have a cell phone, why do you need a landline per se? You know. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a good point. It's hard to say about the having a landline. I don't know. I mean, it's. Uh, it's I see you sent me a link. Oh, oh yeah, I did. This is um, so. This is a group called C to C, and this is. Um, they are apparently. Oh, this is what we were discussing earlier, right? Yeah. Oh, and before you started, real quick, I just wanted to say it is interesting that we have actually uh, we've talked, we've mentioned both LL Cool J and Bill Murray, and I just watched uh, rewatched with my wife. Uh, um, did you ever see the, the the Charlie's Angels movie that they made with uh, Cameron Diaz, uh, Drew Barrymore, and Lucy Liu? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just re- I hadn't seen that. I'd only seen it once before, and I watched it again. That movie came out in the year two thousand. Did it really? Yeah. yeah. God, that was such a long time ago. <laughs> it was a very long time ago. 
that was the year I graduated high school, dude, and you know, entered my adulthood. Seventeen so years ago. It's seventeen years yes. ago. I cannot believe like how how you know fast time like really flies. You know, it's 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 phenomenal. Like mm. it's like if you, I mean. Obviously, if you're, you know, you have a, a good life or you're constantly busy, you know, time does fly. So maybe that's like a reminder that, you know, sometimes we need to just slow down a little bit and just enjoy life, you know, instead of just like a rat race. You know what I mean? You're here. Because it's, I mean, it's really true. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, it's already like 2017. I mean, and, and this year is almost gone. Like, you know, it's already what, June now. So July. August, September, October, November, December. We've got like six months left of 2017, and it is history, you know. Although I do mm-hmm. want the next – I mean, even though I'm going to be 40 in like four years, I do want the, the next four years to just fly by. <laughs> I don't want any more time to fly by, and, it, it, that, and, I have, and I have no say in the matter. No, none of us do. I mean, that that's the whole thing. It's like, you know, that's, that's why I said you got to slow down and just enjoy life sometimes because – Time does fly by if you you know you're not like keeping an eye on it you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I was like 20 yesterday, and I'm like 36 now, so it's 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 crazy, you know. And in yeah. November I'm going to be 37, so it's uh it's it's mind blowing, you know. But it it's the yeah the inevitability of time, the inexorable march toward the end. Day. I don't mind. <laughs> yes, I, I, I shamefully, I shame. I was going to say shamelessly, but absolutely full of shame. Referenced my own uh, piece of music. That was horrible of me. I should kick myself in the testicles for that. I mean, yeah. dude, you'd have to be like. I think that if you could kick yourself in the balls, right? Like literally, kick yourself in the balls. You'd have to be like the fifth member of the Fantastic Four. <laughs> Oh well, you know, I just, it, it, oh, yeah, I don't think I could kick myself in the balls, but I could do its equivalent. And I, I figure if I if I run short steps and then a small leap and land on say a doorknob, I you know hmm. my face might hit the wall first though, so that could deflect me off before my because otherwise uh, my balls are landing right on the doorknob. Right, but see now, this is how I look at it. I mean, you're still like a young guy, so you want to father children at some point, right? Uh, assume, assumably, assumedly. Yes. Uh, no comment. Yes, I do. I do want to. Okay, so since you're still a young enough guy, and you still want to like you know have a kid, obviously, um, I don't think you want to like drop your balls on doorknobs. <clears throat> no, I don't literally want to. I just, I just it was uh, so. Because years ago, and self-serving, what I did a second ago, that was just you know, I'm just right. being hyper hyperbolic. Sorry. Yes. What? Gotcha. Gotcha. Because years ago, I, I knew a cat that that uh, tried to hop a fence, mm-hmm. and he landed on it, and he cut himself, like his balls, right? Oh no, a cat, like meow cat, or like a like a like a like a, like a dude, like, like an dude. actual oh. like an actual kid, like okay. a dude. Yeah, he was in high school at the time I knew him. So <laughs> everybody wants so, to be a cat. The doctor, the doctor obviously had to, you know, stitch him, stitch him up, and he had to wear like a tampon. Ah, yeah, like an out, like an like an outer pad. Bad times. Yeah, but what the doctor said was, and this was really according to him. Obviously, I wasn't there for the whole thing. But the doctor said, had he 
cut himself further, he would have given himself a, a, dis- a vasectomy. Ouch. So, yeah, that's what I said, too. It's fucking crazy. So, all right, so we got this video here. <laughs> okay, terrific. Okay, so let's see what we got. Uh, what's that from? I don't know. C C two C D M C D J team world champions. Okay. Now this is a very different um Okay. How to turn my sound down so I can hear you at the same time. That's fine. Is that something? What's that? What what are you saying? Is that something? You hear me? Oh, yeah, I hear you. I'm liking this pretty uh, so far. It's different, huh? Yeah, it is. See, in my head, I'm like, now how are they doing that? You know, I'm like, I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, based on the technology that I'm wearing, I'm trying to figure it out, you know? Sorry, go ahead, I'll let you listen to it. It's good. I mean, obviously, a lot of practice or skill has yeah. to have gone into this. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like you never feel like like you might enjoy watching a competition when you're not familiar with the sport until you see like a really good example of it. And then it's like, oh. In fact, I'm going to share this with the uh, with the uh, fans so they can enjoy this as well because I think they would. I, mean, I think I have like a new appreciation for uh, for this type of stuff. Oh, good. Uh, that's cool. yeah, absolutely. I mean, because now that I'm like, I mean, I've seen it before, but like now that I'm like really paying attention to it, and we we talked about it, like mm. to me, like before, it was just like, okay, they're scratching the records, they're fucking up the records, but this is actually a lot of skill and hard work goes into this. Yeah, this is something else entirely. This is like um, this is like controllerism. It's it's like they're they're live mixing something. That you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this this is a whole other animal. It's, but this is what it's um, it's you know this is what it's evolved into, or I should say this is what it has evolved into uh, twelve years ago. <laughs> so who knows where it's at now? You know, it's like I find stuff late. Well, I mean, I know that this. I mean, the early version of this used to be like in the, like the nineties, if that's correct, where they used to just you know spin records and and battle each other, right? Yeah, well, actually, more like the late seventies, early eighties, but yeah, up uh, certainly into the nineties. I'm going to share this with the with the uh, the audience so they can get a feel for this. Yeah, I like okay. this actually, and I'll like it on my. I can't believe I haven't liked this video yet on my YouTube. I'm going to do that now, so it shows up in my Twitter stream. Nice. I Let's am, see where I am. Number the... thirty thousand one hundred to like the video. Copy the link. Social media live, live, live with the anti-social side. Social media. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. I think one day we should really do a live show. 
Uh, but then that brings me back to the point where, you know, um, and I, uh, you know, I'm going to have to go back and like, oh, right, here we go. Sure. I like that, though. So I want the fans to be able to listen to that as well or watch it. Um, but that really takes me back to an episode that we did a while back where I discussed uh, how I felt about, like, you know, doing a live show for the first time. Like, you know, the dummy with the head falling off and some guy screaming, you know, bring back the fucking bitch with the tits, you know? I remember something. Yeah, what was the? I don't remember what the. Um... Well, it was it was it was in reference to an old um, Tales from the Crypt episode with uh, Bobcat right. Thornton, whatever his name is. Uh, uh, Goldthwaite. Gold. Yeah, him. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah, a lot the of fucking people, police academy guy. A lot of people mis mistakenly uh, put the the uh, th on the end. They say. Uh, gold waith, but it's not waith. It's um, gold thwait. Thwait, yes. right? Him. Gold thwait. I like you know. I like unique names because uh, I don't know too many other saners, and I don't know too many other blocks. That's very true. I mean, I've run into people with my last name, but obviously there's no relation. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I mean, like with me, there could be, there might not be. I mean, so the block, I am sure it's had different permutations. It was probably spelled CH at one point or could have. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The, the proper, uh, proper spelling to that would be, uh, CH, not CK. Oh, you know, it occurred to me, I'm actually being very rude by talking about name stuff. Like this sort of thing used to be kind of like a big, this sort of be, used to be a breach of etiquette to like discuss like what somebody was called before or where they came from or our heritage, you know, it's like, I think more people should discuss her. I mean, I see a a person's like last name, you know, and I'm completely fascinated by like, you know, their heritage and like where their, their Hmm. name came from or nationality wise. So, I mean, I I think it's like one of those forgivable, uh, one of those forgivable rules, you know, like, I mean, obviously etiquette, you don't ask people those sort of things, but I find it completely fascinating. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's only because we're friends and I'm comfortable that I would even think that it would be okay for me to ask that it would be like, you know, polite, but that is, you know, I I understand that in some circles, that's quite a rude thing. It's quite a rude thing to do. So. Um, right, but it's not like at the same time. It's not like you're, you know, holding the flashlight over someone's like you know face or whatever. So Smith, what is that? Is that Dutch or is that English? Tell me, fucker. You know, it's it's not like that sort of situation. But no, you're right. In, in certain circles, you know, you you. Well, I mean, it's kind of like um, it's like a, a taboo thing. Like you don't ask, you don't talk about politics unless you're completely comfortable with somebody because. Sure. There's a lot of people that I've met in my life that, you know, I mistook political parties like you're really the Republican side, you know, or you're really a Democrat. So it's like some people like look like they're a Democrat, but it turns out they're a Republican and vice versa. So, I mean, it's it's basically like and religion, too. It's like a taboo thing. So we have like tons and tons of taboo uh, topics or taboo subjects that we just don't discuss. Even amongst friends, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you could be like real close to your next door neighbor or something like that. But the one thing that you don't discuss is politics. Right. Right. So, I mean, I think we need to get rid of that taboo shit. We need to get rid of the walls. That's the problem. You know, like Hmm. I think religion, I think uh, um, politics, it, 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 it just adds to why you're not trying to get to know that person. Like even like ethnicity, you know. So what? Get rid of the racial barriers. You know, you might find you might learn something interesting. I mean, sure. What are you preserving by keeping by being insular? You know, it's 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 but you're being yeah. isolated, basically. I mean, yeah. I sat in a Catholic church and watched a bunch of Indian people. I'm talking like Hindu people, a bunch of fucking Hindu people, you know, 
baptize their child Catholic. So, I mean, just because you're you're one race doesn't mean you have to follow that, you know, that religion, I guess. Oh, certainly. I mean, there's, you know, there's Chinese Jews. There's a lot of combinations all around the world. Exactly. You know, it's it, it's not like, um, you know, it's it. I guess that idea might be might be strange to some people still. It's like I know I'm probably in a bubble of of um, of people who have observed how how varied the cultures of the world are, you know, and then, uh, I, you know what? I don't even remember how I started that sentence now. It's just, I'm just, I don't, Oh, I, do. I, I don't I remember imagine, how we started I, this. I don't imagine that I'm like the most open-minded person in the room. I'm, I, I imagine that, that everybody else is, uh, I, I like to imagine that everybody is already knows things and I am the one who is late to the understanding. So when I think something about people, I sort of, I tend to always imagine that the best of them, that they, you know, they've already reached a certain point, or if not the best, at least that they know more than I do. I tend to assume people know more than I do, and then that, and and that, I think that distresses certain people because they, they, because um, some people feel like they're attacked when when information is being discussed, or you know, veracity of information, or whatever it is. I think, I think people that aren't intelligent per se or you know have an ego problem would be would feel attacked if they were like being fed information like me for example if i don't know something and someone says well this is how it really is then i thank them and then i do the research myself you know what i'm saying so it, it kind of pushes me to to get all the answers and and you never want to get your information from like one source you know like so if, if you're studying about cars or whatever politics or religion you know mm-hmm. i find when it comes to religion my i had a better understanding of of the christian religion when i read uh the zealot you know it, it, it introduced like a whole new side of 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 catholicism and christianity to me that i never learned before and it was great, you know. Like I read the book; it was it was it was phenomenal, you know. Cool. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, like I said, it, it put more of a scientific uh, perspective on it, you know, rather than what you are taught in church. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Uh, well, it's neat. Like for example, if you went to church, you know, they they say, well, okay, you know, Jesus's mother was a virgin, and you know, she popped out Jesus, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Where the zealot gives you a more realistic view of how Jesus came to be about. I'm not saying like you can't believe, obviously, in your perspective religion if you believe that Jesus, you know, the product of a virgin. If you want to believe that there's magical dishes and you know talking animals in the garden, that's certainly you're right. And I will not argue it. Yeah, it's an interesting concept. I mean, all these uh, all the different um, permutations of the idea of where we come from, and uh, you know, well, I mean, it's the age-old question, really. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I, lo- I love the way culture evolves, and that's I guess one of the reasons why I like talking about names and origins of names is just because it's uh, it's part of a larger picture for humanity, and that kind of thing fascinates me because I kind of oh. Absolutely. It, it fascinates me as well. So, I mean, but you're right, though, getting back to, you know, your original uh, statement, I mean, in, in certain circles, it is you know, perceived to be as rude unless you're comfortable with the people, you know, or the person or whatever. I mean, hmm. 
it's like there are certain friends that you can you can talk just about anything to them and they don't get offended and then there's friends that do get offended so you have to kind of you know always mind your surroundings basically you know absolutely I, it's like you know walking on eggshells i was gonna say walking on broken glass <laughs> <laughs> okay walking on walking on broken glass. i will walk on broken glass and hot coals okay. at your command i will gouge out my eyes with a spoon with a spoon right because it's more unpleasant i can't remember what he says wow <laughs> Because it's more pleasant. No, it's more unpleasant. Oh, by the way, speaking did you speaking of the late Alan Rickman, did you ever see the Clerks animated series? Yeah, I own it on I own it on uh, DVD, like the entire the entire collection. Right. So you you did you ever listen to the commentary? Um, no, actually, I didn't. Commentary is awesome. If you like podcasts, you know, get it. If you get a chance, just listen to the commentary. Uh, you know, a half hour at a time, or actually, it's less than that. It's like twenty six minutes without commercials, but. You know, and you can get basically this six-part podcast, and they talk about a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff. But aside from that, did you did you you know that the um, the character of um, uh, Leonardo Leonardo, mm-hmm. the one who's voiced by Alec Baldwin? Yes. You knew you knew that he was basically Hans Gruber from uh, from Die Hard, essentially. The, like that really? sort of modeled on him. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing is they actually wanted Alan Rickman to kind of do Hans Gruber, and so Leonardo Leonardo would be that. That uh, it, would, it would be Hans Gruber, basically, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you know, that whole thing. And and then, um, and then I guess, uh, well, they talk about why it didn't end up that way, but basically, um, Alec Baldwin ended what, what Alec Baldwin ended up doing instead ended up working out so, so very well, and they, they really like what he did with it. But it was sort of, so there's sort of this faux Euro trash kind of feel to Leonardo, you know, you know the well played clerks and, you know, all that stuff. That's pretty cool. I never knew that. Yeah. So, and this Cause, is, I mean, I never is, really watched Die Hard. I never got into that. Oh, and, oh really? Yeah. Die Hard was a well, Die Hard was a pretty big film when I was a kid. That was. I mean, nothing against like Bruce Willis. I think he's a phenomenal actor. I mean, even though Kevin Smith may have a different opinion about it, but. Yeah. Welcome to the party, um, pal. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but. I mean, I don't necessarily have to like Bruce Willis as a person to appreciate his. Acting skills, his, for example. You know what I mean, his oeuvre. Yeah. Well, it was exactly. kind of. You know, I was. Uh, I don't know. What was it? Nineteen eighty nine when that movie came out. Wrong. So I was a good age for that, and you were considerably younger when it came out. So, it, yes. You know, what business did you have watching a uh, R rated film at nine years old? None whatsoever. I mean, who? But I did that? though. I mean, I've, I've watched other R rated movies at nine years old. I mean, but. Of course, you know it's interesting how that thing is. It's not. Uh, it, it's it's really heavily enforced. It's not an actual government agency. It's really kind of like it's hard to police that sort of thing. You know, uh, it's you know they won't let you in a theater if you're too young to see the R-rated film, but you might end up seeing it at home or with friends. Anyway, well, I mean, I mean that's the thing. Back in like 1989, and obviously I was nine years old, but like, didn't like HBO and Showtime exist during those time frames? Certainly, or time did. period. Oh yeah, it existed when I was yeah, nine so. years old. I mean, and that was uh, when I was nine years old. It was 1983. So like, mm-hmm. m- movies like Porky's from uh, was on in t- uh, in the middle of the daytime on television in certain households. Well, I mean, you know what's funny about. Well, speaking of 1989, speaking of HBO and Showtime, you know what's actually funny? Because because when cable first came out, like HBO first came out, Showtime first came out, it was kind of like the internet. Like not everybody had it. You know what I mean? Right. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, we didn't have cable. <laughs> I mean, we didn't even get the – I mean, as far as, like, my household, I mean, we had cable, obviously, all growing up, but – we didn't even get the internet or a computer until like the year 2000. Like I didn't even know what the fuck the internet was until then. No, no, we got we had three channels, uh, which is fine. We, we had uh, three, six, and thirteen. Thirteen was the public television station. Um, three was uh, CBS, I believe. Okay, hold on. Three was three was CBS, and six was ABC. And then in um, like 1984, 1985, there was this big shift. CBS, uh, sorry, ABC went away on our, on our coast, and I don't know how this why this happened. But then three became NBC, CBS moved to six, and then we still had um, Channel 13, which was Keith TV. And so that's where I, what I grew up watching Sesame Street on was Keith TV for the most part, and that's Sesame Street from the 70s, folks. The good stuff. Oh, I used to watch uh, Sesame Street myself. I mean, I loved it. Like growing up, like don't get me wrong, like I did watch kid, you know, kid friendly movies, you know. Mm-hmm. But I also watched the the R rated movie here and there. So I mean, it's I mean, oh, yeah. Eventually, I did too. I mean, it, you know, I can't remember what my first. But I was like was. nine, ten, eleven years old. I mean, obviously, it didn't turn me into a bad adult. You know, I think the the problem is, you know, we're we're I think we're coddling kids like too much. Like we're trying to shelter them a little bit too much, and then when they become adults, they just don't mm-hmm. know how to act. I think that can happen. I would say that what my parents did worked out pretty well. What they would do is they would watch a film if there was questionable material in it, basically. Right. And then they would uh, know kind of what to expect, so that if they watched it with us, they would, they, if we had questions, they could uh, they could address them. But they would watch it first, and they would go through a screening process, basically. So you know that's that's fine. Um, that worked out, and then eventually I saw movies that I wasn't allowed to see. Um, I didn't watch regular television for pretty late until pretty late, and that's that's fine with me. Um, I get to uh, I get to do it now. If it, you know if a show is notable enough to be re- released on home media in some capacity, then I'm certainly going to be able to Isn't do that. join us. Yeah, there we oh, go. You're back. Mm-hmm. But so anyway, I was just I was just boring the people at home with the details of uh, television shows from the '70s. That anyway. You know, it doesn't matter. It's, I'm just, you know, it's hard to say what's the best approach. I mean, um, it's, you know, it's, it really depends on the, it's, it's kind of a pretty much a case by case basis, you know. I mean, there are maybe general, sweeping generalizations that work for different types of kids and different types of parents. Um, and then there's, there's a lot of fiddly kind of individualism <laughs> that's sort, right. of sort of built into humanity that people keep trying to iron out for some reason. Or they, Praise it, but not. You know, but they don't encourage it at the same time. It's a strange thing. I don't know. It's a very, very strange thing. Well, I mean, there's, there's, when it comes to like raising a a, a child, I mean, there, there's no handbook, mm-hmm. and the the problem is like you can tear your hair out, you know, uh, going to the experts because you know one child expert might differ from the other child expert. You know, like one person may say, well. You know, send your your kid to bed at like nine o'clock, and the other one might say, send your kid to bed at like ten o'clock. Or one may say, don't let your kid watch TV. Another one says, well, let them watch TV, but like you know, make them read too, so or she reads. So it's like a, a balance between uh, educational stuff and technology. So really, like when it comes to like raising a child, you just have to just go with the flow and wing it and make shit up. You can't really just. Like I said, you can you can pull your hair out listening to the experts, and there's a billion experts on the subject. But until you become a parent, like you just have to just go with the flow. 
and and yeah. learn as you go. Make shit up. Yeah, the expert. Oh, by the way. Sorry, yeah. Because you did mention clerks, right? Yes. Okay. So for our non-Jersey uh, listening audience, if you ever go to Leonardo, if you ever watch Clerks 2, at the end they get arrested and they're in the Leonardo jail, there actually is no Leonardo police station because it's part of Middletown. So if you are breaking the law in Leonardo, you will get arrested and go to Middletown. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, in the opening credits of Clerks Two, right? Yes, Clerks Two, right? You there. see them, which is I don't know why Kevin Smith did this because Leonardo and I think, if I'm not mistaken, my geography kind of sucks. Leonardo is because uh, Middletown as a whole, right? Okay, is made of six districts. So that's like six little towns, basically, that makes up Middletown, okay? Okay. And part of it is on Highway 36, and part of it is on Highway 35, which basically those two highways run parallel to each other. Obviously, there's there's in between, but those two highways basically run parallel to each other, of course. So in the opening credits of Clerks 2, you see Dante and you see Randall Graves driving uh, past a, uh, a Wendy's, which that would be considered uh, Highway 35 South, and they're heading towards Red Bank. And then at one point, you see them passing the creepy clown. So basically what they did was they had him going in one direction, turning back and going in the opposite direction. So they, they at first, they're going south, huh. and at another point, they're going north. And really, Leonardo is on 36, so there's really no reason for them to be on 35. So that's, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, um, it's a creative geography that movies do. It's like a, take a creative license with the geography, essentially. Right. So, I mean, it, it creates a visual story for those who don't know exactly what they're looking at. Exactly. So for anyone that, that's a big Clerks fan or big Kevin Smith fan that's watching Clerks 2, just remember that. So now you know. Well, I mean, I, you know, I actually think he might have mentioned some of that in the uh, commentary for it, or one of the commentaries. I think he did more than one commentary. But yeah. uh, I don't know. Well, I, always, I, mean, I always listen to To me, it's fascinating. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, how... how um, because if, <laughs> if, you, if you're not from Jersey, you would have no fucking clue. No, but because you are, it's, you have, that, you have that, uh, that, um, that unique perspective to go, well, this is why this, wouldn't, this doesn't work. <laughs> In real life. <laughs> exactly. Right. It, it doesn't work in real life because, I mean, unless... But it's probably pretty jarring because it's almost like jumping around in time and direction in a way that, you know, doesn't exist. So it's like probably like watching the universe split apart in some way. Oh, absolutely. But see, here's the thing, though. The only way it would work, right? Mm. Yeah. They never actually mentions where Randall lived, okay? Or Dante, for that matter. So... Okay. The only re- the only way it would work is if and I'm I'm having like this like image in my head, okay? Okay. Thirty five in that area is considered Middletown South, if I'm not correct. What's or it's, it's considered like like the, the main hub of Middletown. So if they lived in like that area, it would work. What is like 30? you know what I mean? Because then they would be forced to go to Highway thirty five north. Oh, to jump over to Highway 36, where, in fact, Highway 36 is where um, Quick Stop is, off Highway 36. Cool. 
Yeah, so, I mean, so theoretically, if they lived off of 35, it would work. But if they're just, like, driving just to drive, you know, uh huh, it makes no fucking sense, you know? Driving just to drive, yeah. Well, I mean, because if you think about it, okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. in the opening credits of Clerks 2, you see, <laughs> excuse me, uh-huh. you see Randall, you see Dante Hicks picking up Randall Graves, right? Yes, I believe so. At one point, they're passing the Wendy's, which again is is on the south uh, south end or the southbound side of thirty five, and they're heading in that direction, right? At eleven miles an hour on Dealey Plaza. No, sorry. <laughs> yes, but you have to understand that that's well past the creepy clown. What is the creepy no, clown? No, that's before. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I fucked up. Oh, that's before the. I think it's before the. Yeah, no, no, no. That's before the creepy clown. So basically, the the creepy clown that you see. Yeah. Would be the northbound side, but a lot further down Highway 35, closer to Red Bank, because I sometimes go to the bank, which is like right next to it, uh-huh. which is a Wells Fargo. So it's it's well, 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 well down the other way. There's no fucking reason for them to even fucking be that fucking far down. So basically, what they did was they just drove all the way down that side. To make a U-turn by uh, Creepy Clown in Wells Fargo Bank just to drive back up the other side. That's weird. Yeah, you know what? It's strange because uh, you know my you know what my takeaway from that whole credit sequence is, or the open credits, aside from the delightful David Burden song that's playing. Mm-hmm. My takeaway is where can I get me some of those long egg in a tube things that I can slice up and make a fried egg for a fried egg sandwich. Do you know what I'm talking about? There's, he opens up. The, they're making breakfast, and he, there's this like oh yeah 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 th- yeah yeah there's this yeah, yeah. egg tube thing that like he slices, and it's the and it becomes the fried egg that goes on the sandwich. Yeah, that that doesn't exist right. everywhere. That's a rare. That's a that's I don't know if that the I don't think you can get that here. I don't even know if that, I mean I had to look online to see if it was a thing uh, back in the day. Um, is that something you can just go and get at any store where you, <laughs> where you are? Or no, I don't think so. The egg tube. I don't know what else to call it. I mean, you, you I've never heard of. It. I mean, I've seen it on on the movie, obviously, but yeah. I've never seen it in grocery stores. Now that I think about it, see, that's I, have the, to, I have to look. That's the thing that's notable to me is that is that in that see, you're 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 watching that sequence and you're looking at it and you're going, damn, this is like this is frying my brain because it's going. This doesn't make sense the way this happened. I'm looking at it going, where can I get those? Where can I get this egg tube thing? Where where's where is that? And I would like to get that myself. Well, I mean, on a I was watching. Sandwich. Remember, I PM'd you like a like a week ago, and I, I told you I wanted to make a uh, a burger sauce. Yes. Well, I'm still I still want to do that. Oh, but that at was one serious. point I was watching a YouTube video of how to make the the secret Mac sauce for the uh, for the McDonald's. What is that sandwich called? The Big Mac. The, the the Big Mac. The special sauce for the Big Mac. Yeah, yeah, the special sauce. Yeah, it's two all beef, beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Right. Special so sauce. I'm watching a an executive chef on YouTube. Uh, I'm watching him how to make that, right, from McDonald's. He's a, an executive chef from McDonald's, right? Uh-huh. And he made the sauce, and then he's showing you how it's made. He's also putting together a Big Mac. Right. And... When it was all said and done, I'm thinking to myself, that does not look like the shit you get from the restaurant. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah? It looked significantly different, huh? 
I mean, oh yeah, it looked significantly different. It looked a fucking lot better. Significantly different, you know. I mean, it looked like the flaming young of like fucking like Big Macs. Like I got so fucking hungry just like looking at it. I mean, I don't like McDonald's. I mean, I'll eat it once in a while if I have to, if like I'm in a jam. But I do not fucking like McDonald's. I I cannot stand it at all. Like I used to love it. And then I kind of grew a distaste for it. So if I, I, I try to avoid it as as humanly possible. But wow, in too. that instance, it was like I fell in love with the fucking Big Mac because it was like that fucking delicious. I am fucking big, yummy. Yeah, Big Macs are quite are quite good. Um, I, <clears throat> I don't have McDonald's anymore because I because a lot of the stuff that I used to enjoy at McDonald's uh, has wheat. So, however. I do have um, this new supplement I'm going to try out uh, that might help me digest the um, uh, things that are wheat or have gluten in them. So um, I will be giving that a chance and reporting back to whether or not it uh, worked out at some point in the future. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Um, mm. Since you are the uh, the editor, of course, of this show. Uh, okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not exactly sure what epi- – because I still have a bunch of files uh, to send Tyson from the last time we recorded. So yeah. um, I'm going to send like – I'm going to send that stuff, this stuff together. But So I'm not exactly sure what episode this is going to be. But in episode 26 when I couldn't hear Tyson, of course, yeah. we were talking about uh, synthetic beef. And oh, he yeah. answered my question like a thousand times. So I'm actually gl- – and then re-listening to it, obviously. I'm, I'm glad that they're making a way to make – And your sound has dropped out. <laughs> He's glad that there's synthetic meat. That's good. I'm going to wait until he comes back. So yeah. – and I think he might have cut out again. Yeah, you did. You, you actually cut out, but I got it on this end. So you can take another run at it if you like. Okay, so he's back. So are you. That's 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 the the problem sometimes with technology. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Welcome to the twenty first century. That's the problem with technology. Sorry. Oh, absolutely, dude. But I mean, if you think about it, though, yeah. I mean, sometimes like you know, we we run into slight headaches, I guess, when we're trying to start the show. But yeah. I love technology, dude. I mean, I think it's great. I mean, obviously, I mean, with the invention of like the internet, social media, shit like that. You would probably never have met like half the fucking people you know, like that don't even live in your state, and that you became like good friends with. You know, like you know what I mean? Sure. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Great deal. So anyway, so that's that's uh, that's what I wanted to say was the fact that Tyson did in fact answer my question last episode. I just couldn't fucking hear him, and here I was like, (laughs) so do you think they're gonna make like you know? fucking synthetic beef he's like uh yeah they are so getting back to i hope they make synthetic beef but they are <laughs> like they fucking are you just can't hear me i don't think i, I don't think i did that <laughs> no no you didn't i was just making it more funnier okay i was kind of hoping i didn't because anyway so- I've, I've learned over the years that yeah. if you take a, a a story it doesn't necessarily have to be funny but if you want to make it funny you embellish and you add to it and that just makes it funny <laughs> yeah but when you add to it it makes me sound like a rage monster <laughs> <laughs> yeah but obviously the fans should know by now that you know they they should know like our perspective uh, our perspective personalities that they know I that mean, that's not you I'm no. just embellished. 
I understand what you're saying, but there's like millions of people that like are you know that started only recently like thinking that uh, yeah I don't know it's still a legend, but uh, you know the Bill Cosby thing, you know, it's like everybody's reality of Bill Cosby was like really great up until that point, and it was for a long time he had a great reputation. So like you know obviously the two aren't the same, but I mean it's like people are like I don't know what he's like in real life. He could be a real asshole. Um, oh, dude, he is a real fucking asshole. No, I've I mean, heard me. fucking stories. Like, I, I know be. people. Right. I know people in the entertainment business. Oh, no, no, I, I, yes, but I'm saying I could be. But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, but, I'm, I'm, but you are correct, dude. Like, growing up, I loved Bill Cosby. Like, my whole perspective and outlook on Bill Cosby was, like, he's this nice guy. He cares about the kids. You know, he had, like, the fucking Fat Albert cartoon. You, you, like, you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then... And then when he had, like, the whole fucking, like, you know, date rape thing or going on or whatever, it, it like, kind of, like, blew my shit up, like... His, his trial has started last week, I think. Exactly. So, I mean, I have, like, mixed feelings about this. I mean... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's... I mean, my childhood side of me, like, wants to praise him, wants to view him as I always did... But my adult thought is like, you know, dude, yeah, you kind of have to look at him in the real light to see who he really is. Because obviously, I mean, actors can be one way on TV or one way with fans and then be complete, like, total douchebags. It's almost like the same thing as, like, a, a internet celebrity or a Facebook celebrity. They could be, like, nice because they're on Facebook and be, like, a total douchebag in real life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. So, like... You know, I, it's <laughs> that's so that's where the uh, you know the exaggeration makes me sound like a you know, an angry person. So, right. I mean, like for example, in my basement, uh, you know what? Everybody, I'm not I'm not going to lie to you. I always want to be honest with my fans. I have a fucking fat Aber doll in my basement. So, um, I mean, I've cool. mentioned this before. I can't give that shit away. I'm not going to give that shit away. No, you should. But it's part of my childhood. I don't regret it. Yeah, I was. Uh, I so. used to watch that show. It's a Cosby. I love that fucking show. That show is like the shit. It's Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids. It's say um, exactly. Say, like uh, I used to watch the Cosby Show. It was fucking phenomenal. I mean, but that's the problem with that's that's the problem dude we have to face reality that you know he's a he's a yeah, scumbag it's, it's it's awful isn't it <laughs> it's really you know it's, it's i mean it really i mean it really is awful i mean well, like say, for example yeah yeah sorry who's your favorite actor my favorite actor yeah it's probably still dustin hoffman i mean i can't i don't know if i uh if i have anybody that is, is uh more favorite, but it's been Dustin Hoffman for a long time, so you know. That's a good choice. I love Dust, uh, Dustin Hoffman, but okay. So you love Dustin Hoffman, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, so yeah, he's a, I think he's a great actor, and I think he's he, you know he's he's a chameleon, and he's gone through many different stages of, of you know right. his career, and he's just uh, he seems like a he seems like a good person. Okay. And I hope he is. <laughs> okay. But, but here, I don't okay. Know him. So I, I, I want you to I want you to picture him like you know doing blow off like hookers tits right. and like having sex with sixteen year olds. Okay, all right. You'd, you'd have a problem with that, right? Like a conflict of interest, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That would be. Um, so it's not legal to uh, uh, to to do what he's doing. In, in, right. Uh, it's not legal to do blow off hookers tits. It's and it's not legal to well. 
That's in not Nevada, I'm sorry. I don't know what I was asking. To, to have sex with prostitutes, but not legal anywhere to touch a 16 year old. Right, 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 right. That's the thing. Okay, so right. yeah, no, that would be disheartening. Yeah, it'd be like, you know, it would be. Um, so I'm not like, I don't want to say like I'm unsympathetic to what's been going on with Bill Cosby, but at the same time, it's like. Well, I mean, I'm not ready to let go yet. There's a lot of people who I was just looking at the names. I'm not going to name any of them, but there's the alleged the alleged offense. I have to refer to them as the alleged offenses. There are let me see. I'm eyeballing it. Oh, jeez. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. I'm at 46 and I'm still counting. So it's it's it's, <laughs> it's about 50. It's it looks are you like serious? It's easily 50. I mean, we could do a whole show on just just the 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 just this Wikipedia page. I don't think we should tonight, but but we could. No, no, not at all. That's like for like another show. Oh. Seriously, honestly. But are you saying like there's fifty what like alleged things against Bill Cosby or give or take? I mean, I my eyes started hurting. I was trying to scroll down the page and just going a, a few at a time, going one, two, three, four, five, six. But just the names of the women who have come forward because I didn't want to say any of their names. But I wanted to at least try to count how many have come forward, and it's like it's like fifty. It looks like that is fucking insane. Yeah, here, let me send you this link real quick, and then I'll send you the link for the Wikipedia page. You can look at it later if you want. But the, okay. uh, but it's on there. I jumped to the Bill Cosby sexual assault alle- allegations. Allegations. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a fucking novel. It is. It is. It's a really long list. It is a very long list. It is. That's fucking sick. It is surprisingly long. Super That's like. Sorry. Uh, you know what I think? I'm not saying like all celebrities, but I, I think there has to be something with with the status of being a celebrity to where you think you can do anything you want. And I'm not saying like all celebrities. Oh. Honestly, there there's. Well, sometimes there is. Absolutely, yeah. There there's. Very good ones, very decent ones to to people that started off good, but then they became celebrities. They became rich. They started doing like drugs and partying, and I mean, yeah. it's that lifestyle. It just does something to you. Maybe like Bill Cosby wasn't always a scumbag, you know. There's at least one that has actually said essentially, you know, I uh, thought I was a different person when I, you know, I thought I was entitled to things, to, and he was quite famous. Not a movie star, but you know, Tiger Woods essentially said that kind of thing. You know, it's like. Right. I, I forgot who I was. I thought I was entitled to things. I acted in a way that was not, you know, was not yada, 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 you know. And and uh, and that's, uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say that's, uh, there are there probably are quite a few people who, who uh, well, I mean, think they're really special <laughs> in a kind of a disturbing way. I know, I know a few people who think that they're Facebook celebrities, I want to say. And by the way, being known by, heart, by most of the world is kind of special in its own way doesn't mean right. you have to be an all about it. Well, right. I mean, but now right. take 2017. The, the the word celebrity has been thrown around quite cavalierly, sure. right? Sure, yeah. I guess. To where everybody's a fucking celebrity now. To where if you're constantly living on Facebook, you know, their uh, Facebook pages, you become a celebrity. So I, I know like one or two people that have become a big bitch, a big asshole, douchebag, because they have like a few thousand followers or something like that. You know what I mean? What? And I'm over here thinking to myself, I'm a podcaster, but I'm not a celebrity. You know, I would never abuse the privilege if I was given the title celebrity. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, no, I can't imagine I would either. I um, mean, I mean, I'm not like going out and like doing blow because I've been on combat radio or you know strange times or anything like that. You know, like so in today's headlines, you know. Anti-social show Hunter Block host Hunter Block and of course you know he's also been on on combat radio and of course Strange Times and Succotash, not in, in an indirect way, um, was caught doing blow with a dead hooker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who <laughs> you were caught caught doing blow with a dead hooker? Yes, like using right, right, right. Her, well, like using the, her as the, the straw. Hooker, like the hooker died during our sexapades, oh, okay. and we were doing like, a lot of blow. So. <laughs> It's bizarre. By the way, I never did that, so I don't... It's always hookers and blow. What the hell? Right, right. It's only hookers and blow, I promise. What is the obsession with hookers and blow? I don't know. Well, because, like, you know, like, I'm a child of the 80s, so, like, obviously, like, you know, they did a lot of coke back in the 80s, and there's Mm -hmm. hookers, so, you know... Oh, yeah. And it's like that, you know, silver and gold, silver and gold. It's Silver and gold, hookers and blow. blow. Hookers and blow. And I don't know how the rest of the song goes because it's been too long <laughs> since I've seen that. It's been a long damn time since I've seen that movie. But I, 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 I totally get it, though, because, like, you, you – you reach this like level of of like you get this status where you're you're known and it it it, it fucks with your head like you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Heads being heads being fucked with. Heads exactly. Been- like you're you get too much recognition. You enjoy it. Whatever. It just it just fucks with your head. I imagine it's a very you know it's very it's what they call when like people are breathing rarefied air. You know, it's it's like it's a situation that not most of the world is actually in, so it's probably very difficult to relate to, is my supposition in that regard. I that wake up, I go to work. Particular thing and juncture, Mister Picklesworth. Hello, Mister Anderson. Mister And oh yeah 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 yeah. Anderson. Well, I mean, v. Smith. it's been kind of like that. What's that? You, 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 your sound dropped out in a big way about uh, 30 seconds ago, so I'm not sure what... Well, you mentioned Mr. Anderson from from fucking The Matrix, right? Yeah, 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 yeah Agent Smith. So, Mr. Anderson, yeah. Right. So by day, I have like a normal career, obviously, and by night, I'm a podcaster. Like, not every night, obviously. We don't sit down and do this every single night. We have a, you know, a day that we do this, but oh. it's kind of like I'm Hunter... During the day, I go to work, shit like that. And at night, I'm like, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> right. That goes by the name Neo. 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 Wow. That sounds like a Goodbye, really good deal. Goodbye, Mr. Anderson. My Whoa. name is Neo, fucker. Do you hear that, Mr. Anderson? It's the sound of inevitability. fucking love those movies, dude. Yeah, they're pretty great. I'm a fan of the entire trilogy. I don't care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. I love all three of those. But movies. how do we know at the same time, dude? Like that—that that brings like an interesting question. And how do we know, right? How do we know what? We are not living in like a Matrix-style environment. Like, oh. how do we know that? Like, how does everything taste like chicken? Right. Yeah, it's an interesting. Um well, so, like, well, it's not everything. So many things taste like chicken. Right, but, like, if you, like, take a look, like, take a step back and, like, look at life in general. Like, there's certain things that, like, happened that was, like, a little too neat, like, coincidence. You know what I mean? Like, 
certain things had to happen for this to happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, or things taste like chicken or deja vu. So, like, how do we know we're not living in a Matrix-style environment? Sure. Why does the number 23 pop up everywhere? Exactly. I mean, I know why it does, but it's not, it's still interesting to, uh, you know, that, yeah, it sort of gives the gives the impression of a of something that's being made imperfectly like when you have an invisible wall in a video game or you know exactly so i really think that we're living in the matrix dude i mean you know that'd be that'd be that'd be interesting hopefully okay doppelgangers right sure evil doubles yeah Uh, right interesting horror film with drew barrymore right doppelgangers you can't fucking unless there's like well that really takes us out of like the whole theory of like the matrix world really puts us in a a, a, a topic of like multi universes like different dimensions because doppelgangers sure yeah everyone has one they do oh yeah absolutely dude I mean everybody has a doppelganger everybody but are they an evil or somebody that looks like closely to like what you look like Okay. Well, because I believe a doppelganger is specifically is a is a evil thing. I think it could be, but not necessarily. But I'm just saying. So, like in a twin, like a like a, a like an unrelated twin, <clears throat> might be better than say doppelganger because of the just because of the the what's the word I'm looking for the well. The, how about we call it the, an, an, the intention? Sorry, what? How about we call it an unevil twin? Sure. I mean, yeah, but everyone has, like, a doppelganger. Well, an, I say doppelganger because that's basically what I'm used to. Well, we're but, both German, you know. It's, it's fine. It's a right. good word. Exactly. Dopp- we are German. Doppelganger. Doppelganger. But everybody has one, dude. I'm saying, like, that's uh, – there's, like, multiple universes out there that probably crisscross. You know what I mean? Sure. Applesauce. Yeah. Applesauce. Again, dude, I think somebody fucked the timeline. I'm telling you. They fuck you with the timeline. They fuck you with the time. Oh, that's something I did this week. We, Laura and I, watched uh, all four of the Lethal Weapon movies again. Oh, did you? Yeah, hadn't seen those in a while. Those were like I enjoyed that. Like Mel Gibson got crazy, obviously, like toward the two thousands. You know? Yeah, after those though, he was. It was nineteen ninety eight was the last Lethal Weapon film. So. But I have to admit, like I may not enjoy Mel Gibson as a person, but as far as like the. As far as, like, his earlier work, like, the Lethal Weapon movies, loved it. Uh, Forever Young was another good one. Didn't see it, but... Um, did you never saw that one with Jamie Lee Curtis? That was no, a good no, one. No, but I'm familiar with the... Um, I mean, like, I do remember seeing the preview for it and thinking, yeah, I could, I'll see this one of these days. So I will John eventually. Goodman was in that one, too. Oh, was he? That's cool. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's around the same time I mean, as he, always, was He didn't it? have, like, a... Uh, like a... Like a major role in that but he he was definitely in that one it's been a while yeah it was that was around the same time as always was it not uh yeah yeah around the same time like within the within the five Mm -hmm. year gap i'm guessing in fact there is another movie that i saw let me bring that up real quick yeah always john goodman was in that steven Mm -hmm. Steven spielberg film richard dreyfus audrey hepburn i think the i think audrey hepburn's last role all right, so I'm I'm googling a list of John Goodman movies for <clears throat> reasons. So give me a second, everybody. Be patient with me. If John I Goodman was in a lot of shit. If I can have 
more than words can say. If I didn't care. Oh, well, here we go. I was looking. That's not. I think that's the ink spot. So while you're looking it up, let me grab this. Okay. Mm. I just got. I think. This, oh, uh, it's called. Yeah, I think you might have mentioned it. Always. Yeah, movie with uh, John, the John Goodman film. Yep, it's a romantic adventure about a legendary pilot's passion for daredevil uh, firefighting and his girl. 1989. Okay, so that's 1989. Now, what year did Forever Young come out? Um, Forever Young, let's see. Nineteen ninety two. What's that? Nineteen ninety one now. Nineteen ninety two, and you have a beautiful singing voice, dude. Oh, thank, thank you. I realized I couldn't hit oh. that note at the end there. Sorry, I just—it's uh, in a key I can't really uh, do justice at this time of night because I can't put a lot of energy into hitting that high one. But thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, 1992, so there, obviously, there wasn't, like, a major, uh, gap between the years, but, it's, um, I just realized I don't actually do much singing on this show. <laughs> I do a lot of, <laughs> I do a lot of talk singing and stuff, but I don't really sing sing. Sing sing? Sorry, anyway, yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what, dude, anytime you want to, you know, do an episode where you want to sing, like, a complete song, just let me know and I'll shut up and you can sing. Sing your way into the hearts of our audience. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. I just worry that because oh. a lot of the stuff is covers, so you know there's a whole copyright issue and whatnot. But it might be okay. Which reminds me, did I, I? You know what I think though? What's that? I mean, like I can understand like copyright issues and shit like that, but I think that really only like stands for like if you were making money off of it. And you're like, we're not making money off this, so. Right, that's true. But I think I think the copyright I think the copyright thing applies to also non non profit or not making money as well. Like it can really? well it can like they can get really really dicky about it if they want to. And when I say they, I guess it depends on who who comes after you for the rights. You know, it's it's hmm. and by dicky I just mean they're trying to make sure that. The artist that uh, is with their rights company is getting the royalties that they're entitled to because a lot of people don't get royalties. So that's that's you know it's like that there's a lot of people who are not nowhere near as um, as rich as uh, one would think by how famous they are. Like it's really disproportionate. So, true, true, but, true. But you know it doesn't mean that there aren't extraordinarily rich musicians. There certainly are. And it's like and it's it's just it's not certainly not all of them. Certainly not. Not even all of the famous well, ones. There's <clears throat> public domain, right? There's that, yeah. There's some things. Right, so. Yeah, oh, like I could probably like, could learn some Irving Berlin from, uh, from the there, I mean, there's got to be a song that, like, you know, tickles your fancy off, like, you know, like, <clears throat> public domain that, like, nobody gives a shit about, like, you know what I mean? I think Lullaby of Broadway might be public domain. That's There I, you go. I just don't, I don't know if I have the chords for that one, but one of these days, yeah, but. Do you know that one, or have you ever heard it before? Lullaby of Broadway. Mm-hmm. Have you heard me sing it, or because I had a no, no, not you, but I've I've heard it. So, so where did you did you hear it in? Uh, did you ever see that movie Noises Off? Because uh, it was in the credits of that. There was a version of it in that. 
I don't remember where I heard it. Is it the maybe the Muppet Show? They did a version. Maybe of it, with the penguins. <laughs> I love the Muppet Show. Um, but yeah, forever. Uh, but getting back, forever young though is uh, uh, for me it was not forever young. I'm sorry. Uh, what what was the other movie I mentioned? Um, forever young. Mel Gibson. Um, we were talking about Lethal Weapon, and we always was one of them we brought up. Always, that's oh, it. The one always. with the platter song in it. Yeah, it had smoke gets in your eyes yeah. in it. Yeah, that's part. That's probably like, and, and of course, always to it is that uh, for always forever young, whatever. Um, that happens. That that has to be like part of like my outside my comfort zone movies to watch. And as far as like you know, uh, well, it's really emotional. <clears throat> oh yeah, absolutely. But I mean, the the one I saw like when I was like a fucking kid. Like I don't even remember the show. I, I remember it obviously, but I was like real, real young. And I saw it in the movie theaters too, by the way. Cool. Not not forever young, but always. Saw it in the movie theater. So you say? Yeah, I did. Oh, you did? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't see very many movies in the movie theater, but I saw some notable ones, I guess. So that's cool. So was it... Uh, I, I think you have to watch a movie outside your your box, so to speak. I don't know if I have anything outside my... I would have to go to, like... Um, I would probably have to start watching Bollywood or something, because it's something that's kind of always peripherally fascinated me, but I've never seen. And there's probably stuff that I've... There's actually one movie I want to see that's um, it's like the first screen appearance or the first movie with both Captain America and Spider-Man in it. Although it's not the it's not the um, it's not the Spider-Man as we know him. It's this Turkish movie called Three Dev Adam, which means basically three giant men. And the main star of it is uh, El Santo, I think is his name. Which is this, El Santo? Oh yeah, it's this famous luchador. So it's basically like it's it's. Um, it's, so there's a lot of like wrestling on, and but it's wrestling on film. It's story wrestling because El Santo, the luchador culture, was really popular in uh, Turkey, I believe. And El Santo is essentially like he's like Superman of 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 um, wherever he's from. I can't remember else. Uh, where's El Santo from? So anyway, El Santo is like teaming up with Captain, mm-hmm. Captain America to to fight the evil Spider-Man. There's this evil version of Spider-Man. You heard of this at all? Uh, okay, yeah. So I'd be stepping outside of my comfort zone uh, with um, with Bollywood because it's just something I've not experienced. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm pretty. That old. would be definitely outside the box, dude. But I'm pretty. I'm pretty into looking at. Uh, I'm not. By the way, I'm not saying that uh, Bollywood and what I'm talking about are the same thing. These are different things. I'm just saying that Bollywood might be something that I I've not gotten to yet, and it's not because I have anything against it. It's just because. Well, I guess I just don't have a lot of time. But um, but three dev Adam is three dev Adam is one that I hadn't like ever heard of before, and then when I did, I was like, I gotta see this because this just sounds weird. But see, that's in my comfort zone is stuff that I'm just like not that 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 I know is immediately bizarre to me in a way that is um, pleasing. Gotta look. Okay, so oh, by the way, yes, 1973. It's, it's 1973. <laughs> it's 81 minutes the, long. Sorry, go ahead. Hold on, let me bring up that one movie. I'll say. Okay, always, right? Speaking of celebrity, yeah, El Santos. Huge. El Santos. El Santo? El Santos. Is it El Santo or El Santos? I'm sorry. I think it's, oh, it's Santo. Um, Just Santo. And, and also known as El Santo, the saint. 
El Santo, the saint. Mexican luchador. Yes, sorry. Go ahead. The main... Okay, so the movie uh, Always. Always, yes. Richard Dreyfus is the main actor in that movie. Correct. Uh, same guy that played the crazy psychiatrist and What About Bob? What about Bob? What about Bob? Bob! Bob. Yeah, it's... Uh... Oh, gosh. Bob's fucking crazy! Bob. I do have a serious question, though. What's that? Because it, it seems to me everybody has an Uncle Bob. So do you have an Uncle Bob? Um, no. I do not have a, an uncle whose name is Robert. Robert. Well, basically, same thing. Robert, Bob, right? Yes, I do not have anybody who has... Uh, uh, I do not have an uncle with... Bob is not my uncle. Okay, Bob's not your uncle, but okay. So you're you're in the minority because the majority of people have an uncle Bob. Yes, and this we know this to be true. Hmm. So you're a weird motherfucker, dude. Oh well, yeah. I mean, you know, I you won't get any argument out of me. <laughs> All right. So let's see here. I'll send this to you eventually, so you can see this movie. <laughs> Oh dear God! Uh oh, Tyson's got the evil laugh. No, nah, it's just it's it's just hilarious to me that that I, I love the just discovering stuff that I have had not previously ever been had a chance to be delighted by. Santo versus Spider Man. Spider Man, Spider Man does whatever Spider Man does. If he does it, yes, he can. He's Spider Man. Is he is he strong? Listen, bud, he's got radioactive blood. Look out. Yes, he does. Here comes the Spider-Man. He was bit by a spider. I'm looking at... Go ahead. Uh, sorry. Unfortunately, though, he was born into a shitty universe. Who, Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. I guess so. Fucking Marvel. Oh. That's funny. <laughs> well, you know, I, I like Marvel. I uh, mean, Marvel's okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love, I love X-Men. I love Spider-Man, but I'm always... Always and always will be a DC fan through and through. If you get a chance, check out the uh, the Doomed, the uh, incredible story of the making of Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. I think it might still be on Amazon Prime on the free. Um, but it's pretty. In fact, I used to watch the uh, the cartoon back in the day. Um, Fantastic Four cartoon. Mm-hmm. Back in the nineties. I never got to see that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to seek that out. <clears throat> It was a um, it was much watched TV before school. Before school, oh, I didn't get mm-hmm. to, I didn't watch TV before school. What, what I got to watch TV after school though. It was um, what was on after school for me? Like Scooby Doo was on. Um, Ro- oh, um, Transformers and GI Joe were in that sort of after school slot, and then like for a little while Robotech until they decided it was too too adult for. <laughs> For that hour of TV, and stop mm-hmm, stop mm-hmm. airing it on American television, or at least over on my neck of the woods. Anyway, uh, I used to watch GI Joe. Yeah, that was like after school for me. Uh, Transformers was uh, when I was seven. It was Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters. Sure, yeah, the real Ghostbusters. So, that's right. But uh, no, back in the back in the nineties, um, yeah, it was Fantastic Four. And something called The Mummy or something like that. It was like some kind of cartoon about mummies and shit. Really? Yeah, I don't remember it, but it was like the mummies were the good guys, basically. Is it Here Come the Mummies? No, it's not that. 
No, that might have been. Hold on, let me, no. let me Google it. No, that's a funk band. Uh, they, oh. I'm just I'm looking for I'm looking for anything that might be mummy related because I'm really curious now. now what do you remember? What uh, was this on CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox? You know, one of those that would help narrow it down. Most um, of my cartoon watching was on the weekends. So oh, got it. It was called Mummy Alive. Well, that's very different. Mummy's Alive. Mummy's Sorry, Mummy's Alive. It was 1997. Oh, we got Mummy's Alive. Oh, mm-hmm. from DIC Entertainment. Yes. One season, but 42 episodes. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, you had that one show, too, that one that was like um, In Search of the Golden Something, or was Eldorado related, or... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that was like back in the 80s. That was... Um, yeah, that stuff was completely not on my radar. That was The Mysterious Cities of Gold, and that was on PBC. Mysterious Cities of Gold, yes. What? It was on what? Yes. P- PBC? Uh- PBC, whatever that 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 show, BBC or whatever that British show was. Oh, uh, BBC. TV show. Oh, okay, BBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, okay. PBC. I was like, oh god, I've never heard of that. I mean, it's, it doesn't mean anything. I've never heard of a lot of things. <laughs> no, the, it was on that TV, uh, that station. Interesting. PBC. Yeah, that. BBC, but it was so yeah, so yeah. BBC, I, yeah. Yeah, we didn't have the BBC for a long time. Like, eventually, we, we would get BBC programming on Channel 13 and public television. Mm. So, like, that's where we'd get to see Monty Python or Faulty Towers or Doctor Who. Uh, Doctor Who. But, yeah, that uh, the Mysterious Cities of Gold only lasted one season. Yeah. And that was it. They yeah. basically solved the mystery in one season, so. So, Mummy's Alive is the cartoon, huh? Yes. So I guess it's uh, the writers, producers for Mummies Alive were also head writers for the third season of uh, Gargoyles, which I never saw as well. But I, I watched that. That was part of my it, high school years, I guess. Wasn't Keith David's voice in that? I used to watch the Gargoyles. Oh, 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 back during the, yes, the yes. Mummies Alive thing. I used to watch, uh, what was that, that superhero, the Phantom? Sure. The, the that was a cartoon too. Guy in the purple suit with the bandit mask. Yes. Yeah, Phantom's been around for a long time. That's like a King Features uh, uh, mm-hmm. property or something before Marvel or DC were a thing. I believe. I believe that's how far back the Phantom goes. Oh, the Phantom's badass, dude. Uh, see the comic strip. Um, so the Phantom was a serial. They made a serial in 1943. It was 15 chapter black and white cliffhangers, but it was. This is. After it was uh, okay, King Features. Okay, the comic strip, The Phantom, first first syndicated to newspapers in 1936 by King Features Syndicate. It's that other comic program. They're the, they're the uh, they're owned by the Hearst Corporation. They distribute about 150 comic strips, newspaper columns, editorial cartoons, puzzles, and games. Let's see. Many King characters were adapted to animation, both theatrical and television cartoons. Strips from King Features were often reprinted by comic book publishers. In 1967, King Features made an effort to publish comic books of its own by establishing King Comics. This short-lived comic book line showcased King's best-known characters in seven titles. Beetle Bailey, which, yeah, I actually have a Beetle Bailey comic book somewhere. Uh, Blondie, Flash Gordon. I remember Blondie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Flash Gordon, Jungle Jim, Mandrake the Magician, the Phantom, and Popeye. I remember Popeye. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Uh, <laughs> I live in a garbage can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm strong to the finish because I eat me spinach. And Popeye the Sailor Man. But if it's, yeah, what was There that? was actually a uh, a song to that back here in, on the East Coast. And, well, okay, Jersey. I don't know if it's anywhere else, but it's 
I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I live in a frying pan. I said garbage can originally, but I turned on the gas and burnt my ass on Popeye the Sailor Man. Uh, that's fascinating. We actually had a variation of pop, of that out here. It was um, Popeye the Sailor Man. Uh, it lives in a garbage can. And then we'd improvise, or we wouldn't improvise, we'd write, basically. I mean, uh, like, uh, it would be like, I ate all the worms and got all the germs on Popeye the Sailor Man. Now, see... I originally said garbage can when I went to sing that song, and then yeah, yeah, I, I didn't even know you guys had like your own version of that shit. Isn't that weird? That is weird. I mean, it's a whole. I'm just I'm googling it now to see if like um, if there's uh, you know a precedent here, and it certainly came, something comes up. Yeah, so this was apparently something that happened by coastally. Absolutely. Wow, that is fascinating. Welcome to the anti-social show, everybody, where you can actually talk about many topics all in one bringing people closer together one completely irrelevant bit of pop culture at a time absolutely if you really think about it dude i mean like the anti-social show dude it's on the fucking east coast and it's on the fucking west coast so like we kind of like kind of meet in between you know what i'm saying so it's like our empire you know expands also by the way irrelevant pop culture is an oxymoron (laughs) yes it is for those of you who didn't already know that, sorry. <laughs> it's like those books where they say they're for dummies, but then it's like a handy guide for the rest of us. Right, right, right. You notice that? Yes. That was the way I learned to cook. Actually, is I got cooking for dummies, and that was my first—the first time I got close enough to one of those books to um, to realize that it says it's cooking for dummies, and then you know, a handy guide for the rest of us, implying that. <laughs> that, that you could take the because side of the you could pretend you're one of the rest of us basically <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's like oh yeah guffaw guffaw you know this isn't really for the person who bought the book this is you know it's like I don't need to I don't need to learn this I have this book to look cool you know it's like no I couldn't cook for shit right you you can pretend like you're the rest of us yeah 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 yeah. so you just no I just have this uh, yeah that's Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to give you this. We you have a soundboard now for this for this. Okay, so let's see where is. Oh, here we go. Ah, thank you. I got the applause. I appreciate it. Yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. I liked. Uh, oh, oh speaking of comedies, Good Morning Vietnam was a good one. Oh yeah, yeah. Good morning. I mean, that was like Vietnam. a. Yeah, that was like a. Uh, well, I mean, that was like a mixture of like a comedy and a, a drama at the same time because basically it was like based off of, you know, Vietnam, basically. Yeah. So. Yeah, I saw that one a few times, actually. Uh, yeah. That was phenomenal, dude. Like, he played like such a fucking amazing soldier, I guess, comedian, radio host. Yeah, it was a uh, real life um, Adrian Cronauer, I believe was his name. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. I said Heaven <clears throat> and Hell, right? You did. That is a movie. A Vietnam movie, in fact. It's it's by... Um, look it up for me, will you? Um, you're not thinking of Heaven and Earth? Heaven and Earth. The, that's it. The reason why I guess that is because you were, we were talking about Vietnam and it made you think of the other thing and the only Vietnam movie I know, or the only movie I know with Heaven in its title that also might, you know, Vietnam. I just did a little mental detective work and intercepted it at the point of Vietnam and Heaven and came up with Heaven yes. and Earth. Um, with Tommy, Tommy Lee, Jones. Lee Jones was in it. Yeah, that's the third movie in the, um, I guess what they call that, the Oliver Stone um, Vietnam trilogy. 
Of, yes. Of which I actually own the first two movies, but I've never seen Heaven and Earth. Although I do know that the person whose story that was is a friend of. That's a fucking sad movie. Dude. It's a friend of Burt Kreischer's, or their or their their friend is her her mom is their friend, or something like that. Like he has Burt Kreischer's friend is her mom. Is is her, is her is the woman from that? Who I don't know who's the woman whose story that is. I haven't seen. Uh, <laughs> That's a fucking sad movie, man. I, ma- I imagine. Uh, you know, it's like like I fucking cried like a bitch. Did I'm you? Not gonna lie. Did you see Platoon or Born on the Fourth of July? I saw Platoon, not Born on the Fourth of July, though. That was pretty good. So would you say that that it was much sadder than say Platoon? Like sad in a different way? Um. Yes, yeah, sad in a different way, because it it it, it betrays it betrays a Vietnam girl, right? Yeah. Who raped, abused, you know, um, mm-hmm. finally, you know, Tom Lee Jones comes along as like this American soldier, like I'm your knight in shining armor, you know? Yeah. And it, it's just fucking sad, dude. It just, it, it's okay. Well, like you, I'll, like you, you would want to think like he was like her savior, like away from all that turmoil. You know what I mean? Sure. And he really wasn't so sad. Yes. Okay. No spoilers. <laughs> For everybody, cover your ears, or you know, just. Fast forward this, but yeah. So I'll see that eventually. Oh, it's 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 worth the watch, but uh, be prepared, dude. You're gonna be heartbroken. Okay. And definitely don't drink and watch this movie. Well, especially if drinking makes you weepy. I mean, it's what happened to this poor girl was really fucked up. You know. Oh, I, I believe you. Uh, it sounds. Yeah, I, I can only imagine. I mean, like, my dad was in Korea, you know, like the, the Korean War. Was he? Yeah. Your dad was and, in Korea. Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't talk about it, but, like, if it was anything like the Vietnam War, like, fucked up, dude. Well, it was certainly shorter, but good Lord, I, I knew it couldn't have, been a, couldn't have been a barrel of monkeys, or, I mean, it couldn't have been fun. Not at all, because, like, how do you determine, like, who's your ally and who's your enemy? Yeah, certainly. My, uh, my grandfather was in Korea. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it was like fucked up, so. Yeah, worries fucked up, you know? Mm hmm. Even like um, Full Metal Jacket was like pretty cool. Yeah. I Accurate, have, but fucked up. Was, yeah, I have that one. Stanley Kubrick film. Mm hmm. I have that in my collection. I have a few. I actually have a documentary about Vietnam that. Um, Ooh, that's in, um, that's in Walmart, by the way. Uh, Full Metal Jacket? Yeah. Oh, good. Pick it up at Walmart, folks. I already have it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, you haven't picked it up yet. Yeah. So yeah, that's a that was a pretty good one. Stanley Kubrick did some good work there. It's interesting stuff. Oh, why don't you tell our audience what the significance of Full Metal Jacket? Like, what was like the the cool thing about it? Um, well, let's see. Cinematography. I mean, that was. Uh, I'll tell you. What. You know the uh, the the Joel Sargent. Oh, you already have an answer to the question. I thought you. I thought you were. <laughs> I already have the answer. I misread that. You talk about Arlie Ermy. Yeah, he was. Uh, yes, the drill sergeant. Yeah, he uh, was a uh, real drill sergeant during Vietnam. 
Yes, he was. Yes. That's how he got his acting career, because they brought him in as a consultant for that movie. Cool. I had heard, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is an acting. Uh, in, uh, hey, can I ask you a question? Shh, I have. Sure. I'm... I'm... <laughs> Uh-oh, your, uh, your audio cut out. Your audio, your audio, your audio. I cut said... Out. Can you hear me now? Oh, I can hear you now, yes. Can you hear me? I said, mm-hmm. when is our anniversary? Because I don't remember. Um, in what sense? For the show? Or, like, when was it? No, in the sense that, like, you and I first met and started talking. Ah, oh, let's see. And, by the way, there's a really funny story about that. It has to be 2012, right? Or 2010. Yeah. No, no, it was a little further back. Well, it was, it was after... It was after... No, I thought it was like 2011. Sounds like... Yeah, let, let me, give me a second. I can figure this out. Um, I know... I want to nail it down here. Uh, so I have to search the video that I made. So the video I made was five years ago, which would put it in 2012, and we met after that video was published. So, sorry, that gives you the year, but not the... Uh, I, I, don't nece- I don't necessarily have the month... Um, I don't have the, the date... Remember... Memorize at the moment. I can't. Bring, I can't call that to mind. Can you? I don't remember. Okay. But so 2012, at least uh, <laughs> April of 2012 is when that uh, video was published. So we uh, and you were on combat radio. Um, like a few months after that. A few months after that. Yeah. So somewhere in 2012, the year the the year the world ended. You might recall. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Reminds me of the fucking funny story. Right. <laughs> well, your sound has dropped out. Your sound has dropped out. Your sound has dropped. Your sound has dropped. Your sound has dropped out. Your sound has dropped out. Your okay. Sound there you go. dropped. There you are. You're back. Okay. Okay. Right. So what's funny? Because <laughs> I didn't hear any of when I came after that. This is what's funny about this. Okay. Is <laughs> I, I can't. Okay, okay. I'll share it. Are, are you ready for this? I don't know. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> well, Rev T twenty three doesn't exactly say if you're a male or female, right? No offense. I love you. It's true. It doesn't. It's not gender. Right. It's not gender specific. Right, so whether you followed me or I followed you doesn't matter. But the the point, though, is I started paying attention to what you were talking about on Twitter, right? Okay. And you said something about you got a job at, like, Hooters, but you you didn't last long, right? No. So here I am thinking, like, you were a, a blonde with big tits. Oh. <laughs> so my surprise. Sorry to disappoint you. No, not a disappointment, dude. It's fucking funny. But um, I don't remember talking about working at Hooters ever. Yeah, you did. did? You, you did mention Hooters, dude. I remember it. All right. Because I, I never did, so I don't know what I was talking about. Oh, well, you can cut that part out. But. I, I might have been making a joke. or, or it, I think it was a joke, though. Or I re- might have referenced Hooters in some way, certainly, because I have referenced it. Um Around that yeah, time, I think I was, that's what it was. Or something you, like that. Yeah, you know, it might have even been tweeting at somebody talking about Hooters and then saying... Maybe. Maybe I knew somebody who dated a waitress at Hooters, because that's certainly true. 
it was something about Hooters, dude. Something with Hooters related, but it's for some reason that made <laughs> right. That made me think of like you being a blonde with big tits. That's interesting. Well, I'm not blonde, but I'm certainly a boob. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, that goes to show you, like, you know, when you don't really know somebody at first on social media. It's true. Yeah. You have a whole other impression. That is pretty funny. That is, <laughs> that is pretty funny. But I'm glad you're not a, a chick, obviously, dude. I mean, you know, I, I mean, you know, I've been a guy this long. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, you know, I, I imagine I would be, oh, dude, I would have quite a different God. life if I were a, a, a woman, probably. So, which is, you know, might be, might be a better, might have been a better life, might have been a worse life. It's hard to say. It's, you know. Dude, if you don't believe anything else, I love you. You're fucking great. Thanks. You're welcome, dude. Just playing, just playing devil's advocate, you know. I can't say right, for right, sure right, whether right. <laughs> I just can't commit to that, you know. I can't, you know. I, 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 you can say you can say you're glad you're not, but I can't say I'm glad I'm not because I don't know that I'm glad I'm not. Sure. Well, I mean, like if you believe in like you know, um, if you believe in like past lives and shit, you might, you know, you could have been a woman. I don't know. I might. Well, been a woman. I don't know. Well, between past lives and shit, I certainly believe in one of those things. <laughs> right. But. I'm certainly glad in this lifetime, you know, I've got you as best friend, so. Thank you. Um, you know, it's, it's, thank you for being my friend. Oh, thank you, dude. And you've certainly been my best friend this whole time, so. Well, that about does it. For the Antisocial Show, I'm Tyson Saner. And I'm Hunter Block. Be decent to each other. Have a good time, folks.